Welcome to The Engaging Life, a podcast about using engagement equity to improve your relationship building skills in your personal and professional life. And now, here are your hosts, Brandon Suba and Angela Cheney. Hello, everyone. Angela Cheney and Brandon Suba back with the Engaging Life podcast. Have you missed me? I I have missed you. Although we've Mm -hmm. seen each other, we We, have been networking and all that fun stuff, but we haven't been in the studio together. That is true. And And coffee. And 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 Isabel and her friend joined us one time because. Hey, it's Isabel life. joined us two times. Oh, that's right. She joined us with the coffee, with too. With the coffee she? as well. Yes. No, no, she didn't drink when we had drinks. She just had a friend that day and we had to meet. And It's sad that you have to qualify that. Yep. <laughs> Our listeners know us well enough. That's true. We do need to Tis true. That, Tis true. That. So I've missed you as well. And I've missed digging into all of our engagement equity Tips and tricks yeah. and all the good stuff. Yeah. All the good stuff. So launching season three here, Dan's tried to rein me in a bit and tell me to talk about marketing, which mm. I've kind of, kind of obeyed, <laughs> kind of not, because um, you know me, I have to build the whole life into what I talk about. Look at the whole big picture. Right. This is something you didn't know. We're going to be talking about the customer value journey, but I am going to be relating oh. it to relationships yeah well customer value journey so many relates to life absolutely networking everything it it all translates everything so do you know what the customer value journey is brandon oh man i've heard of it i have uh couldn't put pen to paper exactly what it is sure uh read some notes about it so um no No okay well you know there's there's several different um ways or several different things that this is called you know i've heard it I've heard it called different things. Um, customer value journey is what we refer to it as. I'm sure other people refer to it as that too. It's not our custom phrase. Don't we did that. not we did not coin Ooh, customer boy. value journey. I think we need to come up with something, but we wanted it to be something that was people would know mm. about. You know, not be completely um, our own thing that people are like. <laughs> what is that? But basically, the customer value journey is the way that you take your customers through steps. So that at the end, they are basically selling your products and services for you and you have to pay them for it. Okay. Okay. So it's really what it is, is the end goal of any good marketing plan should be these steps. But what most customer-based businesses do, and a lot of marketing companies unfortunately do, is they stop after the sale is made. They think they've, okay, sale made. Accomplish, mission accomplished, yeah, on to the next one. Right. Okay. And and really, that's only like step three or four. Wow. There are several steps after that because if you do that, you're basically starting over from scratch with every single customer. And then also, you're not servicing your customers. You know, you bring them on board, uh, you sell them, and then kick them out the door. They feel like a number. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they don't feel valued. Customer value. I like that. Journey. So... When you take them through this whole seven-step process, what you are doing is ensuring they get uh, great service throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You're making them talk about you well <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, to other people. Um, you're encouraging them to give referrals. Okay. You're ensuring they're using your services to the best of their ability. You know, and that's especially true if you're, not, if you're selling a service rather than a product. This works for both. 
uh, whether you're pro you're selling a product or a service. But especially with a service, you know, and insurers are getting their full value out of it because I don't know if you know, there are plenty of businesses that bring a customer on and the customer never really knows everything that that business could do for them. Uh, money on the table, right? Yeah. Leaving the money on the table. Or how to get the best out of that company. You know, we try and give the best service we can, but if we have not explained everything properly and taken our customers or our clients through the journey, they might not be giving us what we need to give them the best service. You know, it's a two-way street. Mm -hmm. If people aren't giving us content, if they aren't giving us photos, if they aren't giving us video, if they aren't giving us a mailing list, we can't help them succeed. Sure. So, so that's what the customer value journey is all about. And in this next seven episodes, Ooh. it'll actually be 14 because you're doing kind of a offshoot. kind of an offshoot of it, but I will be talking specifically about the seven steps. And then I'm going to relate it a little bit to life. I like that. Because it's the engaging life. That's right. Podcast. And oh, we got to promote. You can watch ah, us. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. pointing to a sign. And if you're just listening, you don't know I'm doing that. But if you're watching us on the UB2B, the UB2B. we don't have the rights mm -hmm. to the real name, you will see our beautiful sign. Yes. And we've got new lights. We we got a whole setup here. We're pretty excited. Season, season three, we're kicking down the door. Taking it to the next And we're level. showing up. We're we, doing we it. We finally feel like we're adult podcasters. We're, we're adult something. We're adult something. <laughs> so real quick, I'm going to run through the seven steps of the CVJ, even though we are just going to do step one today. But I would like to give a nice overview so that you know what the steps are. Step one, generating awareness. Mm -hmm. Okay. Step two, driving engagement. Mm -hmm. uh, step three, building subscribers. It could also be building followers. Um, you can kind of say it either way. Step four, increasing conversions. So that's when you're making those sales uh, or you're getting ready to make the sales. Step five, building excitement. Right. Yeah, yes, yeah. that'll be a fun one. Step six, making the core offer sale. Okay, so now Gotta you're you're making sale. more sales. And step seven, developing brand advocates, because that's what you're really looking for, is that brand advocate's going to sing your praises. All of a sudden, you've got a bunch of people hitting the street selling your stuff, and you don't even have to pay them. That's where you want to be. You're pimping it by that time. <laughs> totally pimping it. Okay. Pimp my business. So, there you go. That's what you should name this. Pimp my business. Because we're journeys. We're going to pimp mm -hmm. your business. Yep. That, that'll appeal to everyone. <laughs> So generating awareness, that is step one. Okay. And, and basically what that is doing is making sure your prospects or your ideal customer or client knows who you are Oh. and knows what you do because otherwise you can't sell to them if they are not even aware of you. So for us, uh, generating awareness, most we're mostly doing it in Omaha because um, the majority of our clients are in Omaha, but we're starting to branch out. And, and this is a very important step for us, even though we're way past step one here in Omaha. Mm -hmm. You know, people generally know, you know, if you say marketing companies in Omaha, I would think that we would generally come up on that list. I would agree. Um, <clears throat> since we've been in business eight years now, but you do, the thing about these is you don't do one and then you move to the next one and then, and stop doing the first, you're doing all seven at some point, either with different customers or with different target markets. So we're never going to stop generating awareness mm -hmm. because new people move into town or maybe our uh, brand has changed a little bit and you still have to keep top of mind. So you're really going to be doing all these steps always. 
the infinity. Yes, right? it You're is the saying. infinity uh, loop. I think, too, people change businesses. Absolutely. And it's funny how they could have used you at the beginning of their old business, uh, used Pixel Fire, not, not Angela, and, and then realize, like, and completely forget about it. Yeah. And then start the new business. And, and I could see this. Who should I go for yeah. marketing? Oh, yeah. Hey, us. Short memory. People have short memories. Yeah. But um, so it is important that you continue to do this. So generating awareness. First of all, you got to back up a little bit because you don't want to generate awareness for a business that doesn't have a solid brand. Okay, that that's the same thing as and this is part of it, driving doing thousands of dollars of Facebook advertising to drive traffic to a shitty website. You know, you don't want to do it. Uh, so you really need to make sure really step one of Step one, <laughs> step A, of a. step one is uh, making sure your brand is solid. And so what do we mean by that? First of all, your website, definitely have to make sure your website is user friendly, it's mobile, it looks great, it's not outdated. And you need to make sure that your image, which is your logo, your colors, all of that is consistent, it's professional, it's it's basically the face that you put out to the world. You got to make sure that all of this is set before you start generating awareness. Because again, you don't want to drive people to a bad brand because then you're not going to be able to move through the steps. You're not going to make a good impression. Because uh, how many times do you get to make a first impression? Seven. Teen. Once. I know. Once you get one first impression. Although I, I think I have done know. a podcast on how you actually can get a you second can, you can first impression, it. but we won't get into that today. Uh, and then you also need to have your values set and you need to know, you know, who you are, who you are as a company, what are your values, and also who are you trying to attract? And that gets into niche, you know, and all of that stuff because a lot of the times, and we were very, very, very guilty of this. Especially if you just started your business, you say, I want to work with everybody and I will do anything yep. to make money. And we did that. And uh, it was a painful process to learn <laughs> what we shouldn't be doing and the customers we didn't really want to work with or could not give good service to because no matter how good your company is, you can't be the best at everything to everybody. Right. You just, you simply can't. So what you need to do is figure out, you know, like we have pared it down. We work really well with attorneys and we work really well with, um, out with landscaping companies and we don't work so well with this niche or that niche. And also, you know, we do really well with websites. We do really good with social media marketing. We don't do so well with really high end video, although that might be changing, you know, with the new people we're bringing on board, but knowing who we are, what we do, what we're good at and who we want to work with, you know, that's, that's all part of your brand. And then cohesiveness and consistency. And this one's really important because if you don't have a cohesive and consistent message, you're going to confuse people. So I always liken this to, um, let's say you're a, I mean, I could even, I could even say us, we provide such good value. We're not the cheapest marketing company in town, but our value puts us, you know, we're worth the money. Right. Okay. So say that that's one message we're sending. And then we start sending out flyers with 50% off your website Yeah. or with $299 websites. And, and that's people do that. 
Okay. Pe people do that, or they do the the Groupon. I, I was actually going to reference mm -hmm. Groupon. I've talked to a lot of people, and they regret doing Groupon. Yeah. Because it didn't bring in consistent business. It brought right. a wave, and they lost revenue. Right. And then maybe two or three stuck. Was it worth it? Most of the time, financially, no. it was not. And then what is your great client who's paying full price going to think? Oh. When you send out a Groupon for half price, and somebody else is getting the exact same product or service as them for half the money. Mm -hmm. It's going to make them mad. So that's what I mean by consistency. And it's okay if your brand is we do cheap websites, Yep. you know, that's fine, but make sure it's cohesive. Make sure it's consistent. Okay. So before you start marketing, you got to generate awareness. So sorry, you have to make sure your brand is solid before you start marketing to generate awareness. Got, it. got ahead of myself. And now I'm going to skip over a little bit and, and, uh, Warm it up, you know, to, because this could be either, I'm going to relate it to two different things. Either starting a romantic relationship okay, or making a new friend. Okay. Because I think these seven steps apply oh, yeah. to both. Um, it, all you have to do is change up the language just mm -hmm. a little bit. Okay. So say you're going out and you're like, okay, I'm over my last girlfriend. She's terrible. Broke my heart. Took a little while, but now I'm ready to get back out there. I'm ready. Ready to get back out there. Okay, so you need to take a new paramour through the seven steps, okay? Of course, you you don't really want a brand advocate at the end of it who's out there selling you, but you want an advocate of you who will, you know. Speak highly. And be sold on, you know, maybe a proposal. Gotta sell right? it. Gotta right? sell it. Okay, so, so let's look at what your personal brand looks like because that's the first thing you have to do you have to make sure your brand is solid so know who you are mm. you know that's kind of the same thing as who do we want to work with what are the products we sell it's and and many 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 people do this they go out and they search for someone to share their life with when they don't even really know who they are oh uh, yep and so what they're doing, not, not only are they being inconsistent to the person, and a lot of the times what they're doing is they find someone and they're trying to be who that person wants them to be. That's what happens most of the time. Right. And then you're two, three years into the relationship and decide to show who you really are. And that's when it doesn't Surprise! work out. Yes. Um, or you don't ever really know who you are, you know, and just continually be who other people want you to be. Hmm. And that gets into really deep stuff um, that... I probably don't have time to get into, even though I'd rather talk <laughs> about that. Warm it up. Um, but, uh, Jay, but making sure your brand is solid, making sure you know who you are and then know who you want in your life. So that's, you know, knowing the types of businesses you want to work with on the personal side, it's knowing who you want in your life and, and not saying I want a six foot four dark haired man who works in the construction industry. It's not that it's, I need, you know, somebody who wants to start a family. I need somebody who makes a good living. I need somebody who uh, goes to church Dang. or does not go to church. <laughs> mm. um, I need somebody who is my intellectual equal so we can mm. have deep conversations. You know, knowing those things because otherwise you're going to attract the wrong customers. I like this. It, like it applies life. really it's so well. True. It's so true. Yeah. Well, and people that, that are... Uh, chameleons, right? I, mm -hmm. I, was just, I think long term, it doesn't work out very well because A, you have no clue who you are. Uh, but then B, you don't remember who you are with each person either. Oh, exactly. And then you, you show up as 
well, I'm, I'm actually cool, Jim, today, but you should yeah. be mean, Jim. And you're like, ah, I messed that one or, up. Or then you're with your, your partner and somebody else comes around and you turn into a completely different person. Yes. Yep. That's very off-putting to someone. You, you know how else that is off-putting or in another situation? When you have two clients at a networking event. And, and you you're trying to be two different people. As this with that client, and they're like, "Oh, your values are great," and the, and you know what? I've done this. Uh, like, there's some people that I will I'll swear around of. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I'll even look back and I'm like, why why did you say those things? Yeah. Around them, and I think it is because if you're not comfortable with you, which I am very comfortable with, right? Ryan, but if you're not, or if you're always changing for other people, it, it's hard to stay consistent. And there is a line there because I do think it is healthy to edit yourself a little mm -hmm. for your crowd. I oh, mean, yes. especially at yep. work, but even like friendship wise, you know, I have, I act a little bit differently around some of my friends than others, just because we're different types of friends. Right. You know, I'm not going to try and have the deep conversation and be super serious with my going out girls as I am with my best friend. Cause that's what we do, right. you know, and vice versa. And that doesn't mean I'm changing who I am at the core. But there's a there's a line, you know, there is definitely there is. a line yep. where you're trying to to be someone you're not. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's different aspects of your personality or like you said, I that's being good at reading a room. I know who I can cuss in front of. I know who I can tell dirty jokes in front of. Right. I know who I need to be really proper. You know, that's that's just smart. That's well, people smart. Well, and if you have a good brand and you understand it, it it. It fits for everyone. Yes. It works across the yes, board. Yes, absolutely. So another part of your personal brand is your image. So that's like your business website. Your personal image is how you show up. You know, do, do you show up at uh, for a blind date in your sweatpants? and? Some have. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Have. Oh, and people the answer do it. For it, no. I haven't no. been on a blind date in a long time. Uh, but no, I absolutely not. No, it's it's how you present how you present yourself. And I I am a huge advocate of showing up, dressing up, looking your best, you know, not only as a respect for yourself, mm -hmm. but as respect for other people. Yeah. You know, if you show up in sweatpants and haven't done your hair and just rolled out of bed, what's that saying? It's saying I don't care enough to look presentable to you. Mm -hmm. And I hate that. And I know that that uh we're in a more casual time. Like, I, I think we've talked about this. My daughter and I get in arguments all the time. Her school um, put in the dress code. The kids can't show up in pajama pants, which is pretty sad when you have to actually put that in your dress Enforce code. Enforce it, yep. And it, they're not even enforcing it. Every day I'm like, Delaney, those are pajama pants. Uh, and she gets, even though Delaney, Delaney loves to outfits and she doesn't yes. she doesn't do it but she gets mad when i dog on the kids who do and she's like mom they should be able to wear what they want i'm like no school is preparing you for life yep and if you can't teach a kid that hey you're coming to school put on some freaking clothes oh yeah get out of your pajama pants but anyway yeah there we go i'm on my little <laughs> soapbox there but you know it's also how you were raised i was raised by a mother who put on a full face of makeup every day of her life as was i unless she was super sick still to this day she mm -hmm. does mine too and so i i did i learned that but i do think it's very important again it's a, you know there's a line you don't have to show up with a full, I, I probably overdo it most days yeah. but um but yeah dress nice present yourself nicely brush I, your hair i judged a family the other day based upon how they were dressed and they were walking down the street they were going to the convenience store and and i really had to like step back because I'm sure those kids are really happy. Gosh, I hope they are. And I'm sure they're happy. Gosh, I hope they are. But based 100% on how they looked, 
I was 100% dogging on them. It's easy to do. It is. It's easy to do. Yep. And I mean, we all judge, you know, we say we don't, we shouldn't, we all do. And you know, it's a, whether it comes out, you know, you just told me. See, yeah, I'm glad. So. Stays up here for me. Yeah. Yeah. the time. Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) So now let's switch back to the marketing world. Okay. We talked about, uh, about your image and making sure your brand is solid, okay? So now what do we do to generate awareness for your business? The next step, advertising. Hmm. And and by advertising, what I mean is kind of your traditional stuff that you think of, radio, TV, print, you know, those types of things. Um, We encourage people, because I would say what we do is not advertising, what we do is marketing. Okay. Oh, right. And while we do not sell TV, radio, print, uh, we do encourage our clients to do a media mix. Good. Uh, because you know, there's different. There are still demographics that d- don't receive the digital message. You know, especially <laughs> if you're marketing to an older crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still a lot of people who listen to the radio. There's still a lot of people who watch TV. Yeah. Um, or whether it's streaming, you know, you can market on, you can advertise on streaming services as, as well. It doesn't have to be network TV. Right. Um, but advertising, advertising is important. And then social media marketing. So social media marketing is what we do. And that is content, you know, and content is basically what you're not paying for. It's free. It's right. what everybody can do on social media, but you have to do it right. What do you have to use? Pixel Fire Marketing. No. Okay. Engagement <laughs> equity. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Missed that one. I don't think I, I still think my you answer was that right. One. My answer was still right. You, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we will use engagement equity when we do your social media marketing. Um, but what we mean by that is uh, give value through your content. Don't sell, 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 because that's not what people want on mm-hmm. social media. They want to be social. They want to have conversations. They want to learn. They want to laugh. Uh, They do not want to be sold to in social media content, Hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. But what you can sell to them is in social media ads, okay? So it's pretty easy. Easy. It's very doable for a business to do their own social media content, okay? If you do it right, you know, and and all it takes, I mean, you can read one book and figure out how to do it right, but uh, being consistent and having the time for it, those are two different things. Um, social media advertising, not so much because it's a lot more, if, if you've never tried it, it's a lot harder than you might think because you have to create graphic ads. I mean, it's designing, it is designing. Mm -hmm. And then also getting it through the channels, knowing who to market to, picking a target audience, knowing how much to spend. It is pretty in depth. Isn't it common that people choose the wrong words? For their uh, yep words pay per click because they think I know my industry and I know that people are gonna look for couches because I sell couches but really the word might be sitting, furniture lounging yeah, right right and and I think there's art to that too right and it but takes those experience. are Google ads I'm talking about social media Facebook ads so not paid I'm sorry that's okay I, I veered off that's there. okay hashtags, but that's then? can we say hashtags on that does that work don't really use those in social media course, either see, way. Is, but uh, don't call me <laughs> but you do have to have like um a this much portion text that much portion image or they'll mm. reject them oh wow yeah wow. it's pretty and then there's also some things you cannot market on social media you know firearms um spine stuff spine stuff dirty stuff <laughs> have to use here. some 
Yeah, there's there's some interesting ads out there that you can see. They're marketing something kind of dirty. Yeah. Not, not dirty, but uh, intimate maybe. There. And yeah. have to use different words That's to get it lovely. through. But and then and then there is there's the Google ads, the pay-per-click ads, and you're absolutely mm -hmm. right. Just because you would search for that, or the people <laughs> this always makes me laugh, that want to show up first for their name. They want to show up first on Google for their well. If somebody you already knows your name, buy a name, they're not going to need social. You know, they already know who you are. It's like it's the industry, and it's what people are searching for. So, right. You know, I would if I needed a new roof, I wouldn't search hometown roofing, right? <laughs> I would search new, new roof, roof Omaha. Yep. You know, or near um, me. new roof near me. Yeah, or roof repair Omaha, or need a new roof, or broken shingle. <laughs> Exactly. Some do I need a new roof? Something like that. So, so really getting into the mind of your customer, mm. you know, is it's not easy for a business owner to do. They have tunnel vision and they're not marketers. Right. You know, this guy's putting on roofs. He's not a marketer. Right. I wouldn't try and put on my own roof. <laughs> that might be funny. Might be a good, uh, you would tell. <laughs> <laughs> one of us would fall off the roof. I'm not sure which one would I go first. I love that you say fall. I think it would be oh. pushed. <laughs> I can tell you which one of those would come first. But uh, yeah. So uh, having an expert, you know, is it, there's just no substitute to having an expert. So uh, search search marketing. That's what search marketing is. You also have like audience targeting. Um, there, there's many, many, many different ways to market. And that's why you should probably use professional uh, to start generating awareness and making sure that everybody in your target, whether that's in a certain city, whether that's throughout the country, um, whether that's throughout the world, and and knowing who needs your products and services, how to get to them, and how to make sure they're aware of you mm -hmm. is all generating awareness. Okay, so now let's switch it on back to our example of going out to find your new partner. Okay. Your new romantic partner. So how do you generate awareness? How are you going to meet Miss Wright if oh. she does not know you exist? Oh, um, well, dating apps, is that a thing now? Dating apps could be. Okay, going um, out. Knowing, once you know the type of people you want to meet, okay. then you can go to the places where they are. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know, so a, a good example here, say you did this completely wrong. You know, not only are you showing up in your pajamas and you're being whoever somebody else wants you to be, but say you have no idea, you know, your exact right partner, you're just kind of throwing, anybody would do, <laughs> and you don't drink, okay? Okay. And you decide to go to a bar with your friends yep. to meet people. That's not going to work. Pretty bad. That's, yeah. That would be a pretty bad choice. I would agree. A pretty bad choice. Or, in my example, go to church. Yeah. <laughs> that would be in a pretty bad place for me to meet people because I am not going to meet somebody I'm compatible with. I, okay. I would, for the most part. You could meet somebody you're compatible with, but you're probably but not going to make it to all the holy days and the commitments. And Well, and I, you know, I got to I gotta say, it would be incompatible for me to, because of different values. Yes. Different yep. values. I am not saying either is right or wrong, but we would have fundamentally different values that would be tough. To, I know some people can do it. Well, you know, you got your Democrats and your Republicans. I was going to say Mary. the political piece too. Like Liz and I, we don't talk about politics anymore. And it was a hundred percent because she just got mad at me. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't supported really dual views. I don't, right. I didn't care. I don't care. Yeah. But she did and she was passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And so 
we were already married. So. Right. <laughs> already and and I think that one's easier to do than religion, especially if somebody's really religious. Yeah. And, because, I mean, that's how you raise your kids. Yes, you're right. That's, I you're mean, right. it really goes into fundamentally what you believe about the world. Yeah. That is a fundamental deep down belief. And if you're incompatible with the other person, I mean, it's not your uh, Methodist and I'm uh, Catholic. You know, right. that's you fundamentally you have the same belief. You know, it's just different ways of practicing it. I'm saying if somebody is religious, not even religious is probably the right word. If somebody, what would the, not spiritual, because I, I consider myself spiritual. Yeah, you're spiritual. But I'm not in any way religious. So it's a fundamental different belief about life. It's, I, I mean, that, yeah. It, it, well, where are you going to spend your time? Again, uh, and because I see this, I think it's funny when there's a family with three kids and the mom's there, but the dad's not there and never comes. And it's like, there has to be a little animosity at home about this, Unless right? they made the decision early on. It's like, okay, we believe the same okay. things, but dad wants to watch football on Sundays and mom has agreed. But then that, but that goes back to, we've identified who we are. We've right. identified our market and that, right. and that makes sense then. I guess it's also possible that somebody makes a U-turn halfway through a marriage. I mean, either way, finds God. Either way, to be clear, oh, or yeah. loses God. Right. I've seen that too. Right. And that's that's tough. It I is. mean, that breaks up marriages. So it does. So know the people you want to meet and then know kind of what you want your life to look like. So what if you are super duper active and you're like, I really want someone who can go rock climbing with me and well, you know, go to the gym. Right. Go to a rock climbing wall place. Those still exist, right? think so yeah i don't I, you wouldn't find me at one so <laughs> i know they were all the rage for a while but they were. i think i think there's still some in town um networking events you know maybe you're a big business person you're like i really want somebody who's on that same level as me mm -hmm. you know and and likes to do these kind of things so maybe you'd meet someone at a networking event uh i've learned this a lot of doctors are married to doctors again that's a crazy Especially lifestyle. Like chiropractors. It's funny. My chiropractor and I were just talking about this. Really? She's like, chiropractors really tend to marry each other. She's like, I think it's just because they're in school together and they're around each other so that. much. And there's a piece of that. I th I think it's because of lifestyle. Because absolutely, a chiropractor is going to have a specific lifestyle, and you want someone that understands that and yeah. choosing to live that lifestyle too. That might go back to beliefs, also though. Healthcare yeah. beliefs for the chiropractor. Uh, one, oh yeah, different. Yeah. Instead of having the. the but fight. I think doctors too. I mean, they're in medical school for a long time. Yep. Who are they around? Other doctors. And they have no time to meet anybody outside of the industry. No, and they're they're at the hospital. All they're the, the time only too. people they it, meet. Oh yeah, it does not shock me at all. Yeah, or at nurses, all. doctors married to nurses. Yep, that's common too. Yeah, because those too. are the only people they have time yep. to see. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's true. It's, it is. It, it is. It's their, a very. It's their social world. Yes. And, and, although I I don't believe in marrying anyone you work with though. That's, I think it's. Probably a bad idea, yes. I did, well, Some good. people can do it. We know. Some we people can't. can do it. Yes. <laughs> Through no fault of anyone's, I think we're just too independent. I like that. that yeah. That's not what I was thinking, but I like the way you said it. Codependent? Uncode? I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're too independent. I'm annoying. That's what I was thinking. It's like, what has to do with me how many hours a day? And then if she had to be in the office with me, I just... Be too much overload. And it would mm -hmm. be the, you put on your, your training voice again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All yeah, day. Todd. Todd also has his uh, his big boy. You know, I I don't want to say an act, but it's why it's why we go and learn things uh -huh. on our own, and then and then come back and be yes. like, hey, I know how to do this now. Let's yes. do it together. Yeah. So finding where you want to meet people, book clubs, bookstores. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're 
Although I, I mean, I'm reading is probably one of the most important things in my life, and I married a non-reader. But that's not a fun, you know. It's not like he hates reading; doesn't uh, believe in it. No, <laughs> but, I think I think that's a good thing because yeah. I too am not a reader, and I married a reader. Mm-hmm. So I, but she tried. she tried. Have I ever shared the the Christmas story? So she gave me she gave me Liz Liz uh, gave me a book two years in a row back to back, and the first year I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. And I, I told her I was going to read it. And she's like, well, maybe. And then I'm big into Star Wars. So she got me a Star Wars book. Oh, nice. No. no. I mean, yes. But so, and I, I feel horrible. I'm sharing this because I feel guilty. But I opened it up. I didn't realize. It didn't. It wasn't wrapped like a book. It was wrapped in a box. So I opened it up. I opened it. Whole family sitting around. It's Christmas morning. I look at her and I go, will you stop? Oh, and then no. I and then I just have that moment of like you're a jerk. Oh, no. Why would you do that? And I'm like, and your kids saw it and everything. And I apologize, but it was just one of those. I'm not a reader, right. and giving me a gift isn't gonna make me a right. reader. Now, now Todd does. Todd can read, but <laughs> and and he will. And he's read books, and I do give him books, and he wants books. Oh yeah, no. but I read way more. four books a week, and he yeah. reads two a year. You know, so beats me by two. But I've I've always said I'm like we are both readers like me. We would never do anything else. We would never speak to each other. Yep. We would both be on our sides of the room reading books. Yeah. It's good balance. It is. It's good, and He's it's also something games. he He's has video, video games, games. Yep. and it's something that I can do for me. You know, he doesn't really want to hear about what I'm reading. He's not involved. You know. Yeah. I have a book club. I have. It's oh, something yeah. that's just kind of mine. Yep, that's good. So anyway. And then um, introducing yourself. So this would be the equivalent of the marketing, you know, that uh, you're generating awareness Mm -hmm. and then you're introducing yourself. So how do you do that to you? Walk up and slap her on the ass? I mean, I suppose you could. That's like a really annoying pop-up ad on a website. That's, the, equi- that's the equivalent. That's, a, oh, okay. that's the yeah. equivalent. Yeah. yeah, you probably, it might, it, it's definitely going to get some attention. But not good Probably attention. not the attention that you want. Right. So that first introduction, you know, is huge. That's the first impression. That's yep. what the customer sees when they first go to your website. And, and so the introduction is super important. And that can be anybody you're starting a relationship with. I mm-hmm. mean, do you, I remember the very first impression I had of Todd and his introduction. Not, I ended up married to him anyway, but... <laughs> But it wasn't because of that, to be clear. <laughs> it was actually really funny because we met in BNI. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he had come as a guest <clears throat> uh, for the fi- financial planner seat. Mm-hmm. And like there were six of them there that day that yeah, wanted the seat. Coming. And uh, and he got up and ho, 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 and did his whole act and made some really bad joke. And I'm like, who is this jackass? That was my first impression. Who is this jackass? This jackass is now who uh, you see every day. I know. So uh, it's important, but obviously you can get over it. <laughs> well, I, okay, but not everyone's going to get over it. And the other thing is, I didn't have a choice. I had to see him every week for years because he was in the same group as me. So I couldn't get away from him. Whereas if you go up and slap some girl on the ass in the bar and yep. she doesn't like it, some nope. might. They, they're just going to get away from you and you never have another chance. And same with clients. Same with yeah. clients. It, 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 again, it worked. You had to keep going back by default, uh-huh. but your average consumer is not going to keep going to your website exactly. if you slapped them in the ass. Exactly. So don't do it. Don't slap asses. Don't have annoying pop-ups. Digitally. Yes. Introduce <laughs> yourself nicely. So that pretty much wraps it up. Step one, generating awareness, whether you are marketing a new business 
or whether you are looking for the love of your life. Mm. Yeah, you gotta Indeed. you gotta make sure your brand's solid. You've got to put in a good marketing plan. You have to know who you want to work with, and you have to know what your niche is. Mm. Do you have anything to add to this, Brandon? Oh no, I think we we rolled this one out <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous about mine now because it ain't going to be this in depth. Let me tell you. Let that is okay. You. you know, we kind of blew all of our energy on this one. <laughs> yours, yours can be a softball. Uh, but So next week, oh. we'll be talking about Brandon's topic. Okay. And then the week after that, we're going to go into step two, driving engagement. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. So make sure you tune in. We'd love to hear any comments you have. We would love to see some reviews. We would love to mm -hmm. see some follows. Yeah. All of the good shares, stuff. Share, share, and more people can follow. Subscribe. Because we're back. It, we were gone for a Guess while, but we're back, back now. Back again. Full-fledged. That's right. My daughter would be so proud that was I that just... that Eminem? That my daughter would be so... Because I hate him. I hate Eminem. But you know the songs. I do. Yep. And, and Delaney is always on me about, but he's good. Why don't you like him? And she made me listen to several Eminem songs on the way to school this morning. Wow. So it's fresh. 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 We didn't even listen to that one and it's still fresh. Anyway. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. And we will see you next week.